the 29th of November, which would be yesterday, this headline comes out. Modernized Notre Dame would would turn the cathedral into an ecclesiastical Disneyland. Plans to endow the interior of Notre Dame Cathedral with modern art, ambient lighting, and a more visitor-friendly experience have ignited a fresh battle between traditionalists and modernists over the restoration of the fire-ravaged building. Let me give you my let me give you uh let me give you my my two cents on this. They should if this is what they were gonna do to the beautiful Notre Dame Cathedral, they should have let that thing just burn to the ground. I would have rather the 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 beautiful cathedral burn to the ground than be desecrated and turned into a modernist vanity project, which is what we're looking at. And it really is the crowning achievement of modernists if they can take what is, and of course they put the, you know, the butcher block table in there in the first place. And that was, that was a, of course, that thing got crushed, um, ironically enough, if if you will. But to take the the stunning architecture and the love that was crafted to build it and the and the decades and the heritage and the bloodlines that was spilt to build a cathedral worthy of our lady is now going to have a starbucks and a t-shirt cannon in the narthex I'm saying you should have let the thing burn to the ground. Now, a project promoted by the Archbishop of Paris, Michel Uptic, Uptic, complete with wall projections in Mandarin. Hold on a second, folks. Check this out. You're going to have wall projections in Mandarin, an initiation trail, meditation spaces now being presented to the French National Heritage Commission next week. So, that's right. Nothing says reverence for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, like having Mandarin plastered all over the cathedral walls. Because my feelings, or something like that. Uh, let's see. Church officials have reacted strongly against a claim by Maurice Cloyot, a Paris-based Belgian architect, that the plan to convey more of the church's traditions to the great number of non-Christians among its 12 million annual visitors amounts to creating an ecclesiastical Disneyland. Canon of Notre Dame, Gaios Durin, who is in charge of the revamp, said the rebuild of the cathedral roof and spire after the disastrous 2019 fire was an opportunity. Yeah, see, there's some gorgeous ones here. I'm sorry, gorgeous. Garbage. Garbage plans. One person wanted to put like a pool. I think that was a joke. But they really wanted to recreate the spire and they wanted to make it into a greenhouse. Which is gross. I don't think the pool one... Maybe the pool one was right. I don't know. I don't I don't put anything past these. Like, architects, man? You're some weird dudes. Um, 
was an opportunity to rework aspects of the interior that had fallen into disrepair. Enhance the spiritual experience and make a visit to the monument more comprehensible. The hell does that mean? More comprehensible. Anyway, it's an absolute joke. And one that we should not be surprised at. Modern uh, Modernists taking any opportunity they can to destroy sacred beauty. And what more testament to tradition and sacred beauty than, than Notre, Dame, Notre Dame Cathedral that will now have, I guess, like a, like a ball pit, like a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit in the front? I don't know. We, we'll stop talking about this because the one and only uh, host of the Rose Report, and you hear on the Crusade Channel News cast every morning, and she breaks in with breaking news with Mike Church. Miss Magdalene Rose joins me here on the Bear Brief on the Crusade Channel, the last live radio station standing. How are you, Magdalene? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Uh, let's get this out of the way because there's a lot of people that are claiming, uh, there's a lot of clamoring going on about uh-huh. Yunkin. Yunkin, he's not going to be big on abortion. He's not going to be big on gun rights. He's not, you know, he's being molded, at least in the national press, into another Mitt Romney. Being on the ground in Virginia, um, you know, more in, in the actual weeds here. Is that your impression with his press conferences or his agenda being laid out? Or is what the the conservative bros reporting, is that seem to be more on target? I think that Youngkin was definitely never going to be a big abortion governor. That was never something that was really on the table for him. I don't think any conservative voters really went to the polls thinking, oh, he's going to be a warrior against abortion. However, there have been some rumblings that he's not going to be as conservative as voters were led to believe on things like gun control. Not really education. He seems to be keeping his promises so far with that. But in terms of gun control, there has been some upsetment. Nothing really concrete or specific, but the fact that he doesn't seem to be out there hammering on gun control as much. I think a lot of it comes from this place of fear that Republican voters have in Virginia, that even after all of this, they're going to elect somebody, get this person like the two grassroots networks, and he's still not going to deliver. I think we have to give him a little bit of time to just see how it's going to work out. But there, ha- there has been some real fear over the fact that he's ha- specifically hiring communications people who are more on the left than the right. Oh, really? Yeah, see, I didn't know about that. He, he made the classic mistake that you know Trump and other people have made as well, which is bringing in communication reps from obviously yeah. not right-wing <laughs> sources. And, and that's always a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's definitely happening right now. I know that these communications choices have upset a lot of more hardcore young conservatives. Okay, you're listening to Magdalene Rose here on the Bear Brief on the Crusade Channel, the last live radio station standing, always on air, always online at crusadechannel.com. Now, there is something that I do want to discuss with you because I think you have, I, I know your take is going to be much, uh, much more reliable or at least much more nuanced than a lot of other people will. There's a lot of rumblings going on right now about our our uh, our supposed vice president, Ms. Kamala Harris. They uh-huh. wrapped her they wrapped her in the mantle of being the first whatever woman Asian POC, whatever the group they needed to make happy. 
woman ever to control the levers of power as the president when Joe Biden went to took like a nap for 15 minutes. Uh, they're doing whatever they can to try and boost her credibility, her popularity, whatever the case may be. At the other on the other end of the scale, you're getting people that are like they're trying to throw her on the Supreme Court. They might throw her off the 2024 ticket. They they're 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 palling her around with Pete Buttigieg to see if two people who have the 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 char- the charisma of a cardboard box can maybe come up with one together. Uh what is the deal? I know you've said before it's going to be a brand new ticket in 2024. But I think people felt they would actually get through this term first. And they're looking to, like, toss her out of the car before the new year. How bad is it really getting, in your opinion? 